All right, we're back. Welcome. <laughs> Shouldn't have started. You done? Okay. You sure? Why are you wearing glasses? I don't know. I thought I, would, I thought I'd change it up a little bit. Why? Why are you? All right. <laughs> what? You want to look professional? You want to? <laughs> you want a quick and dirty mm, method to not awful. looking twelve? It's awful. No, I can't. It's with the headphones. That's with the headphones on. Yeah. No. It's yeah. It's I don't know why thing. you would. I don't know why you would wear glasses with headphones, especially it's... with those uh, thick frames there. I know. These are too big for my face. Is there any pair of glasses that isn't too big for your face? No, but these don't like fit my face either properly. They just make it look, they just look weird and nerdy. Uh-huh. Not, not, yeah. the, not the aesthetically nerdy, just oh, like, God. you know, walking around with a calculator nerdy. Not the cool kind. Maria, you could you don't even know how to use a calculator. I do. I use it every day because my math is bad. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Anyway, welcome to Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast hosted by me, James, and that's Maria over there. Hi. We watch episodes of cartoons, then talk about them. Yep. Okay. All of them. Uh, a lot all, of them. Good ones, of... bad ones, ugly ones, pretty ones. What was this one? Uh, it was a good one. I mean, we've watched it several times before. Yes, we have. We have. This is probably the last one. This this will be the last time I watch it, though. Yeah. This is James's favorite show. Uh, it's not my favorite show, but it's a really good show. It's your favorite. Do you... It's no, it's not. But it is a it is a it was a formative one for my childhood. It's probably one of the better formative childhood cartoons, to be honest. Especially considering how a chicken was also around. Oh my God, you hate that show so I much. I hate it so much. I wouldn't have even thought about it if you hadn't sent me that screenshot that you sent me. Okay. I did you that you yes. did. You did bring that show to the forefront of my memories, very close to the day when we were going to be recording. So I don't know what you were expecting. I don't know how uh, cow and chicken was even allowed. Like, um, why was it even allowed? The the, the cartoon censors hadn't really upped their game yet. <laughs> or I guess it was just tongue in cheek enough. It was just tongue in cheek enough that they were like, "Kids won't get it." And in all honesty, I didn't. I mean... <laughs> yeah, of course, no. But now, it's it does have the distinction of being a Hanna Barbera show. Yeah. So, which you know, alongside the pantheon of like the Flintstones and the Jetsons can't believe it stands in that pantheon it's the pantheon of garbage i mean so does like dexter's lab and the powerpuff girls yeah They're but all, those were good well yeah that's what i'm saying like those are all technically hanna-barbera shows i guess that hanna-barbera makes sense. 
own Cartoon Network until uh, late '90s, I think, is when they is when the Hanna Barbera officially folded mm. into just being Cartoon Network Studios. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this was not. We did not watch Cow and Chicken. We watched nope. something better, much, what did we much watch? better. Um, we watched Hey Arnold, but extreme but focus on Helga this time. It's true, yes. Because all the there. episodes we watched were about her. Yes, i i had I had a mission, Maria. Uh huh. I had a mission to prove to you that Helga is one of the best written characters in all of cartoondom. Uh huh. Did I succeed or did I fail? Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. All right. So we watched three episodes of yes. Hey Arnold. Yes. Two were pretty pivotal plot-focused, ep- character-focused episodes, and the yes. last one was <laughs> kind of just a random one, but it still fit the theme very well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was still important, pivotal, you know, like, in terms of, but I guess it was more like, I guess it was like Helga, but Arnold's perspective, kind of, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the two of them kind of figuring out stuff, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the first one, the first one we watched was uh, uh, an episode, okay, Maria, who is Helga? For those Um, that don't know, who is Helga Pataki? Um, She likes boots, and she walked into a spider web just nonchalantly. Uh-huh. I didn't give zero shits about it. That's Helga. <laughs> Remember we watched what? one of the Christmas episodes? She wanted like a yeah. pair of red boots. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. remember that. There we go. But, and she gave them to Arnold instead. Yep. When she's... she got them. Yep. Because she is, she deep down, she's a, she's a nice person. Yep. Who would do the right thing. It just takes her a while. It just takes her a minute, yeah. And she has to complain the entire way. Well, I mean, you know, it's understandable considering her considering, surroundings. Considering what, Maria? Considering every day her entire family reminds her how shit the world is on a regular basis. <laughs> well, let's get started on that, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the first episode that we watched. Maria, what happened in the first episode that we watched? Um, Helga's older sister comes over to town uh, from college, university. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, um... Brainerd, Hel- I think it was. Yeah. And Helga's mad because she doesn't like her sister because her sister's so perfect. And she's so pretty and she gets all the attention and she's the oldest and she could do no wrong blah 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 and so because of that helga Mm -hmm. has been ignored for a lot of her childhood by her parents because her sister is perfect and you know what really could holga do instead um anyway so Mm -hmm. she's mad that her sister's here and um 
her sister's grades come in through the mail, like her transcript comes in, and she opens it up and is like, oh, look, uh, Olga and her perfect grades, she got an A in everything, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes into her room and ruminates about, um, like, doctoring the grades a little bit so that she isn't as perfect as she thinks she is. Um... And then gives it to her, gives it to her sister during, like, dinner, who, like, opens it up and is like, can we talk about, you know, we'll do that later. Um, <laughs> what, what, now I'm curious, what, what, what are we talking about, what, what, what are we, what are we talking about? Here? Can we talk about how Helga could become a con artist? <laughs> She's the one making all those NFTs. I mean, she was able to not only turn an A into a B plus, but in such yes. a way that the A underneath was completely hidden and the yes. color and the font of the alphabet and the plus that she wrote was exactly <laughs> the right font as the other A's in that My document God. transcript. Can we talk yeah. about how Helga? I need I need an AU where Helga becomes a con artist, please. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I don't think that's the last episode where she like tricks somebody like that. I know. And world, okay, okay. So hear hear me think. out. All right, hear me out. Yes, I'm actually, I'm going to build this argument throughout the course of this episode that Helga right. can become a successful oh, con artist. There okay? is an episode, Maria, uh-huh. there is an episode where she very, very unsubtly disguises herself as a new person and goes on a date with Arnold and Arnold is just like, who are you? <laughs> so she also has a master of disguise. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, hold on. I'll, I'll build this argument a little bit more later on, uh, right? Okay, okay. Anyway, so she, she, you know, she, like, you know, presents presents her sister's grades to her at the dinner table, and her sister sees a B plus and just completely <laughs> falls apart and, like, spends the next, like, fucking weeks crying in her, in her bed and her parents, like, try everything possible. They get her a new dress. They try to take her to, like, a play. Well, okay, they... Maria. You say they try everything possible. They just buy her stuff. Yes. Well, like... that's the thing. They, they Everything they think is, you know, will cheer her up. But, yeah, like, they nobody ever, like, actually sits and talks to her, which is no. kind of a, like, point to note is that they, they kind of don't – they're not – she's not their daughter – as in their child, she's more just like a trophy that they can hold up to like everybody else and Helga. Like yeah. she's not a person to them. She's an achievement mm-hmm. to them. And it's very clearly what is going on. Like they are to somebody else and especially to Helga, it looks like they're doting on her constantly. But in reality, they don't actually ever, like, sit and talk to her in any way. Or they never, like, ask her or, you know, like, try to figure out how to get her out of this in a way that isn't, like, buying her shit. Um, It's like they're polishing her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Which kind of, like, that is the whole point of that episode. Like, eventually, you know... um, 
Helga tells Arnold what she did, and Arnold's like, that's kind of a shitty thing to do to your sister. You know, I don't have any siblings, and I'd love to have a sibling. Um, and Helga's that like, what do you mean argument. football head? Screw you. Siblings suck. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a sibling. Ah, screw you. Uh, yes, I mean, I guess if you have shitty siblings. My, my brother isn't the worst, so, you know. <laughs> Yeah, your brother's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's got issues, but that's okay. So do I. Everybody's got issues. Uh, exactly. So it's fine. Um, but but you know, like it, it, he's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm like an only child. I don't got no siblings. That you know, blah blah blah. Um. Anyway, uh, Helga's like, what do you know, football head? And then just, like, <laughs> walks away angrily as she does signature Helga walks away. And then after that, she's just like, eh, he's right. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's right. Yeah. And then he's he always goes, right. And then he goes and he tells Olga. Uh, sorry, she goes and she get, tells Olga that she's the one who doctored her transcript. And, you know, mm. she actually got full A's. And she was just, yeah, you know, you she's can go perfect. tell your mom. Tell, tell your mom and dad and they'll yell at me, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Olga's like, I'm not going to tell them. But thanks for telling me, like, you know. And then she's, like, she kind of, you know, talks about how, like, yeah, she kind of has to be perfect all the time. And if that doesn't happen, then, you know, then what is she kind of a a thing, right? Like, it's all performative. It's all a performance that she has to put on now for the rest of her life. Um, Because that's the only way her parents love her. You know, like, and, and it's clear. It's like clear in the in the entire you, like episode. Do you think in reality, like when she's at college, she's just sitting in her dorm room in a ratty T-shirt and pajamas all the time, just like in a beanbag chair, like I mean, eating snacks and just like, cause she she doesn't have to study, obviously, cause she's a super genius or whatever. <laughs> And all that stuff that she tells them is just made up. I mean, most, like, it's not, I don't think that she doesn't do, like, all the things that she says that she does, but I don't think that it is as, like, clean as they think it is. Like, it's not, like, she probably does do that. Like, it's just, you know, has, like, a shit ton of laundry piled up somewhere and trash in her room because she spends her entire time doing the rest of the shit that she is kind of supposed to do and tell her parents about all the time. So, it's... Well, I was just, like, because at one point when they're at dinner, she's talking about, like, well, I have one boyfriend in the art department and one boyfriend in the, in the biology department and I just don't know how to choose between the two. And I'm just like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Always, clearly, the biology guy. Every every night you put on Netflix and you watch The Office again. Again, for the 900th time. Yeah, for the 900th time while flipping through your textbook. Yep. You know, in in on your sofa that you found on the side of the road. Yep. In your dorm room, you're. (laughs) That's the reality. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's like because. And the reason is, like, like, part of that is, like, like, I, I can, I feel that. Like, I understand that because that is kind of what, what some of my, like, life is. And there's a lot of expectations that's there because you're an older child. And 
inevitably you end yeah. up overshadowing the younger sibling just purely because of the amount of stuff that you have to do to maintain whatever expectation it is that you know your parents have of you um and so like i get that also but also helga has like i get i guess that makes sense that that they don't have a relationship because the entire time for Helga, like, Olga is the reason she doesn't get love from her parents. When the reality of the situation is, the parents are just shitty parents. Yeah, they're, they're really just bad. really they're bad really parents. bad. Like, as much as, like, you know, a lot of the episode is, like, you know, portraying Olga as the bad guy, at the end of the day, neither Olga nor Helga are in any way in uh, you know the main culprit of this it is the no. parents that are the mm. main culprit of this because you know like they try to convince they they want olga to go back to normal um because she is their perfect child and god forbid she has human emotions because again she's mm. not a person to them she is an achievement to them um and just yeah, like she's Just no bury different. Your feelings da- deep down inside, Olga. <laughs> I know I do. As the mom. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like they they brush but... everything under the rug. That is that is the way that they deal with their problems. So mm-hmm. you know, it's very clear that like part of the reason they're the two siblings don't have a good relationship with each other is because the parents suck. Um, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> <laughs> they are both like Helga is, Olga is the scapegoat that they can that they can hide behind for Helga, right? And and vice versa. You know, they mm. can just be like mm. um you know, Helga can't do anything Ugh. because she doesn't measure up to Olga and vice versa, you know. Olga is the best, so we don't have to really do anything about Helga, right? Like there's no that's it. They could just mm. both kind of use the other sibling as the scapegoat and skirt behind responsibility. I mean, mm. one of the parents is not even fully present at all, ever, really. Which one? I get, yeah, yeah, you know what, fair. They're both kind of just gone, I suppose, in different ways, but yeah. But, like, the episode ends with the two of them wanting to, like, go to the mall together to, like, I guess, get understand each other as people like you know no get to know each other as sisters basically sort of start over on a on a better footing and such spoiler alert it doesn't last damn i mean of course not it's not a band sibling rivalry runs deep and obviously i'm sure the parents stoke it in some way, shape, or form. Punished for being crap. Well, no, they like probably stoke the the oh, fire yeah. of of the two siblings having not oh, probably not Lord. intentionally, but just in the way that they've been shitty parents. Mm-hmm. Um, God, they're the Patakis are such bad people. <laughs> the parents. Yeah, Big I mean, Bob is such a terrible person. Yeah. I hope your business sinks. 
<laughs> well, it's a beeper company. I know. He's just like, he's Thank so God. close. He's to the brink of complete, complete, yeah. like, just. He's right there. So, really quick, I, uh-huh. I watched an episode of Kim Possible the other day. Uh-huh. And uh, she can't get a hold of Ron, so she she messages his pager. <laughs> oh, God, the 90s. That's amazing. Oh, God. Ah, beepers. Beepers. They still make them. Doctors use them, I think. Yeah, it's like an, it's like an easier way. I mean, they're not a... Is there a very situational item at this point? Yeah, is to send a text message. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, like it's they're so they're very situational in the sense of like if you're in a place where you don't you can't have your phone on you, right? Like, or if yeah, you're in a situation yeah. where you don't want your phone on you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if people decided, you know, when the the people that are really paranoid about their location you know like stop using like phone phones and keeping their phones on them and just started going back to using beepers again because how are you gonna track me with a beeper you know like you know those people wouldn't give up their phones so convenient (laughs) they say that they care about that but they don't i mean yeah they really don't they're cowards all of them that's fair also like if you just if instead of a beeper you could just get an older like nokia phone or something like a burner phone which they still sell for like a dollar yeah yeah they still sell those because burner phones um i mean those those flip phones are indestructible yeah 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 yeah. i mean i know plenty of construction like people like contractor people that that still use those as their like work phones like they have a smart nice smartphone and everything but they don't take those into the field because that thing will just fall and crush itself um so they have like the the, their like you know hardy like you know cat phone or something and uh use that Mm -hmm. yeah I should get one of those. My old <laughs> flip phone is great. They got uh, thrown into a wall. Ah, uh, yes. Put into the sink full of water. Still worked. Still worked. I remember Still my worked. mom's old Nokia phone. Uh, once it, uh, she had accidentally taken it into the water on the beach because it was in one of her pockets, mm-hmm. and then they, and yep. then they ran out because she realized she was like, "Oh no, oh my, my phone!" So they ran oh, out. No. They all ran out and like they all like they took the like some of her friends took the phone from her hand and they like completely dismantled it. They like pulled everything <laughs> out on a towel and just like laid it in front of the sun for like another for like an hour or something while they went around in the water and came back and reassembled the phone and it was working fine it it's good yeah if that were an iphone it would just be dead yeah completely yeah just gone it's just gone dead to the world forever i mean it happened to one of so one of the one of my exchange students when i was when i was back in india we had an exchange student from the u.s and she dropped her phone in the toilet bowl uh, and we like pulled it out <laughs> and we like put worst. it in rice and everything oh. um it never started up again like nope. ever no um, that rice thing is a scam um, by rice makers <laughs> <laughs> put it in like a thing of rice the entire time mm-hmm. but no it never it didn't nope. work um nope. yeah once you get a single drop of water on those things they're gone so she had to just get a new Rain one. Drop. Like she just needed to get a new phone, and it was just like, yep. wow, there you go. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, God. In the toilet. Yeah. In the toilet. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> Damn. That's a well, rough okay, way to go. Okay, look. I don't know. I don't have anywhere to talk, man. Because if you recall, I ran over my phone <laughs> with a car. Yes, I remember so, that. Oh, my God. So, you know what? I don't have any place to talk. Or, it, you know, you could be like me where I fell out of my uh, out of a van with the phone in my hand and just, like, <laughs> dumped the screen from one corner. I used that phone, like, up until, I think, 20... 21. <laughs> of course, everybody does. Even though it was yeah. it's just broken and the screen bits mm-hmm. were coming out and everything. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna, it's yeah. working. I still have it somewhere. I don't oh know where, God. but I still have it. Thank God. Anyway, moving on. Um, Helga and Olga. Alright, yeah. That, that was the thing. Yeah. Yes. You... This episode's tragic. It's so it's so sad. It's so sad. Um, it's kind of painful it's, to watch uh, it. Mostly watching it the is. parents. It's very painful to watch the parents. Like, yeah, like as a kid, you're just like you don't really get it, mm-hmm. you know. But watching it now, it's just like, oh my god, Big Bob is bastard that's kind of what like the worst thing about it is like they're not like see some of a lot of sorry uh some of um hey arnold is very tragic because some of it really like um talks about and goes into themes of poverty and stuff like that but the patakis are pretty wealthy like he is a successful businessman they have a lot of money and still, at the end of the day, cannot provide some of the basic things that their kids need to thrive. And no. I think that's what that's why it is so painful to see mm-hmm. it. Because you have everything that anybody yes. could possibly want. Like I mean, she got the the Spumoni snow boots. Yeah, yeah. The the one thing everybody in the city wanted. Yeah. Um and and like you know you they have the money to provide every kind of support and yet they can't support one of their daughters properly to the point no. where it is neglect like they're neglectful of her and you know like yes. you you always hear about you know like sometimes kids getting neglected because parents have to do like three jobs to keep a roof over their head right like uh, yeah, I mean, and you know kids having yeah. to go to school by themselves and like walk to school or walk to the bus stop alone because their parents had to like go go on like a, we're on a night shift and haven't come mm-hmm. home yet or something you know like it's yeah. it's sad, but, like, that it, you can't quite, you know, like, it is just the situation is awful, and you can't really blame the parents for that situation either, because it's like, yeah, they have yeah. to pay bills, and they need to have a roof over their kids' heads, you know, like. Yeah, and, it's, and a, so, it's a very immature person who doesn't grow up and be like, oh, okay, that's why. That, exactly, That's yeah. why, and, you, you know, you... You reconcile with that. Yeah, you you kind of grow up understanding the fact that, yeah, like, you know, my parents did everything they could. And no, I didn't get what I needed, like, emotionally. But, you know, they were doing their best 
right? Mm. And the situation and the way that the society what is and was being run then forced them to, you know, choose between staying home with their kids and being there and food, right? Like one of those yeah. things are more necessary for basic survival than the other, um, yeah. at least at the time. But for the Patakis, it, it is, there is no excuse there. You have every bit of um, available you know luxury mm-hmm. and you could you 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 know you have the opportunity to provide your kids with the most enriching childhood you could possibly any child could possibly ever want and you failed <laughs> miserably <laughs> indeed they did they did fail miserably they just yeah, like they are uh, not like super rich, but they're wealthy. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, uh, at least at uh, considering the time, right? Yeah. Like having your own business and and having your own successful business and an then, empire. Yeah, an empire, beeper empire, whatever. Um, at you know, <laughs> I imagine the house is theirs and the car is theirs. Like they're not yep. like buried under mortgage or something um no. or barely able so, to keep the lights running yeah they just the mom can stay yeah. at home and make smoothies all day they're she's fucking smoothies, fine right <laughs> apparently she has a job but it's oh there's a great episode that we didn't <laughs> watch where Big Bob gets waylaid by like an injury or something. Oh no! And his and Miriam, the wife, has to fill in for him at the beeper store. Oh lord! And she she finally finds self actualization, Maria. Oh wow! She like becomes good really her. good at it and starts to actually you know find value in her own life. And then he gets better, and she has to go yeah, back home. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how it ends, but. It's it's one of those things. Oh my god! It's one of those. Uh, yeah, she's just like giving up on life, mostly. Uh, yeah, it does she's seem fully, like it. Yeah, she's fully invested in just giving, just living through Olga at that point. Uh, yeah, basically. Whereas Bob is just like wants to hold her up as a trophy and be like, "Look at my super successful daughter. She's gonna be a." Uh, Face person or some crap. I don't know. Beepers. He's such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I feel like I hate him the most. Mm-hmm. As the series goes on, they kind of soften Bob a bit. And he becomes less of an asshole. Uh-huh. Starts As, mellowing like, out a little bit. Him and Helga be him and Helga start bonding. In a few episodes. That checks. Their, their relationship does eventually become somewhat... Palatable. Palatable. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still kind of a bastard. Yeah, he's still a dick. But hopefully, you know, maybe with therapy, they can all come together. They all together. need therapy. They all do need therapy. I don't know what the mom is drinking away but she definitely needs therapy. 
I think she, I think Bob was just like, you don't need to work. What are you talking about? We, I got my beeper empire that I inherited from my dad. And so you could just stay home with the kid. And, you know, I'm sure that's probably why Olga succeeded so mm-hmm. much is because Miriam stayed home. But after Olga started, you know, getting older. Yes. Yeah more independent miriam just lost the will to well i mean it's also the i mean again i don't know that they very explicitly go into something like that but a lot of times like if you don't want to have a child oh god and you have to take care of a child oh dear yeah like is a big responsibility there's a lot of stuff going on like Mm -hmm. and so I that's, that's kind of why I like oof. I hate Bob the most because yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like Oof, if he was just like, "Man, we got to have a kid." People love kids. We could <laughs> I we mean, I don't even know that that a was a commercial. thing. It was probably just that one day they, you know, were not as careful as they usually are. Uh-huh. And it happened and then they you know it was kind of just expected of miriam to stay at home and take care of the child and she mm-hmm. i don't know i like you know you know like you if you don't want to have a kid especially as the person who's going to become the sole caregiver of the kid like at the end of yeah. the day like if you if you didn't want it's it's it becomes a chore it does. You yes. become you become resentful and because society doesn't allow you to be resentful of the child because you are the mother of the child. How could how could you possibly be resentful of your child? Right? Oh god. That that turns you turn that stuff inwards because well, gotta get mad at something, can't get mad at the kid. I guess I'm just <laughs> going to drink it away. Mm. It's with smoothies. With smoothies, yes. With smoothies, of course. Um, but, you know, like... And, and if, nothing else. If that is the case, then yeah, of course, you get... Yeah. Yeah, and then she obviously is very neglectful of of, uh, of Helga because first round is already uh, so hard and then the second round yeah, is just... She just, uh, just does not have any energy for the second nope. one. Which... If Olga's as perfect as they say she is, damn, Miriam did not have any energy. Probably not, right? Like, yeah, she is. Oof. Yeah. Oof. 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 Oof, indeed. Yeah. Again, like people that don't aren't don't know that they want to have kids, and like emphasis on the want want to have kids what do you mean want to have kids you should always want to have kids are a blessing (laughs) don't you know kids are a blessing from on high the stork I want every person that says that to have to poop out a watermelon once in their life like a whole ass i know that's not what that part of the body is for trust me i understand how it works but that is as close as you're gonna get 
to experiencing anything of the level. Technically, with like egg laying things, it's the same. It's the same shoot. So there we go. It's, it the same shoot. it's not outside of the realm. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know, like I know but the also, uterus and the you know, re, you know the the yeah, uterus yeah. and the the ex, ex, excretion tract are different, but that is as close to you're gonna get. Let alone <laughs> the hormones and the carrying of the child for like nine months. I just want you to shit it out once. Oh my god! To feel like an eighth. Of what goes in. Maria, these, these people couldn't even handle a day with menstrual cramps. I don't know what you're talking about. Oof. <laughs> I don't even know why you're trying to expect them to shit out a watermelon. <laughs> they, they couldn't even handle the cramps for a day. They would be on the floor crying. It is like, please Pop take a painkiller, Bob, and get to work. That's what I do every time. Here, take this, and then take ah, another one in four y- four hours because that's how quickly they <laughs> they run off. No, I'm taking the day off. I can't handle this. Oh, You're getting a pay cut. That? No, that's what I do to people. Yeah, well, you don't deserve your promotion. You're getting stripped. <laughs> I'm the head of the company. I own this beeper empire. Nope. I'm the largest beeper salesman in 50, 50 blocks. Yeah, well, you haven't met your quota because you're talking about some cramps. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Any hoodles. What um, are we talking about? Yep. Anyway, so. so so this is one episode. There's another episode that we watched. There is another episode. Where um, there is a uh, child psychiatrist that comes into the public school. They go to a public school, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. He comes into school. Psychology. Psychology. Sorry, that's from a different episode of Hey Arnold. <laughs> so anyway, she comes in and she's... She's basically here to observe the kids, and within the first hour of observing the kids, she's like, listen, principal, sir, she needs help. I could give it to her. Just observing Helga. Yeah. She doesn't, just, she doesn't look at any other kids, She doesn't kids, look at really. any of the other kids. She just looks at Helga. Just the, the aura of mental ill health. Is so large well, around her that she's just like, yeah, sorry, can't. Well, I mean, she does punch Brainy in the face. <laughs> I mean, look, if somebody was breathing down my ne- neck like that for my entire life. <laughs> exactly. You would punch Brainy, too. So honestly, I want to have a good side there. Uh, does the kid deserve to be punched? Probably not. But if he was doing that for my entire existence, every single day, I, yeah, I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she, you know, the, the psychologist, like, is like, all right, here, you know, gives her, like, a, 
a place to go to for her um for her session and her parents get a phone call her dad oh, gets a phone yeah. call about her going what? to a psychiatrist and blah, blah, she blah, doesn't blah. need no damn psychology she's perfectly fine is this gonna cost me anything no. good now listen here young lady <laughs> yeah, in this family we keep secrets on the couch and just yells at her to not tell the doctor anything you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of skeletons in our closet, Olga. And look, we don't need some whack job monkeying about in our business. My name's Helga. Whatever. You tell that lady nothing, and you come home and you get to bed. Ma'am, get me a scotch. <laughs> she just hands him her glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs another one off screen. <laughs> anyway, so you know, Yo, she goes what? to so she goes to the psychiatrist and you know, first is very tight lipped because she's a kid. She thinks that she's so smart. She could outsmart a psychologist. Um, blah blah blah. Which I'm not saying a kid can't, but like usually that's not how it goes. Any nah, good psychologist really. worth their worth their degrees is you know kids are kind of stupid i don't know if you knew this maria kids, kids are kind of stupid i mean they are they're also re there's really smart in some ways and then they're just so stupid and you're like yeah that's why you need adult supervision you mm -hmm. yes dumbass because <laughs> i've had cousins that have Jimmy. done done things that i never could do but then they will also try to walk off a cliff or something somehow and i'm just like how did you first go there and make like a giant fucking sandcastle and now you're gonna try and what jump off this rock down into jaggedy stones like what are you why are you this if little jimmy jumped off a cliff would you jump off a cliff little jimmy's jumping off a cliff i'm there <laughs> let's do this yolo <laughs> People still say YOLO, right? No. Dang. Nobody says that anymore, James. I'm Dang. sorry. Remember the summer of YOLO? <laughs> that was pre-COVID, James. That was way pre-COVID. What yep. were we saying? What anyway, we uh, so, you know, we, so, you? so Helga is at the psychiatrist's office. And the psychiatrist is really chill, you know, like she sits and like... Helga, because Helga's a very smart kid, starts asking her questions, and she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to answer all your questions. Just sits there, answers the questions, tries to become friends with Helga, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's a point in that episode where Helga looks at one of the paintings and knows exactly who did the painting. This is where my second argument for Helga what? becoming a con artist is. Oh God! She forges paintings. She, no. if she understands art that well, she can fucking forge it. It's been established in the series. She's a she's a talented artist. Yeah, yeah. And loves poetry. So here's here's my proposal for a into the future sort of show. All right. 
Mm-hmm. Helga and Arnold are all older, and you know Arnold <laughs> is Arnold, so he has this like nonprofit museum that oh he runs. God. That's also like an animal shelter, sure, yeah, slash homeless shelter, slash battered women's shelter. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's like a it's a for it's like a non for profit like museum where they hold auctions and all of the money just goes into into those things that you just listed anyway oh my god i think i know where this is going and and helga instead of instead of his wife yes well it's like she's either his wife or they're not like married yet they're like around each other and this is how she's trying to woo him oh oh, his mistress then okay no no they're not nobody everybody's single here there's no cheating happening um this is a very boring slash fic maria i'm sorry okay it's a it's an adorable slash fic so anyway he has a museum right and Uh he likes to display the art and all of that and so what she does is she finds like actual real life paintings that people want to buy all right famous paintings famous paintings and she tells arnold that the paintings that she's donating to the museum are fakes oh my goodness wait because they're like you know because sometimes you 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 know some museums will like keep like replicas of of like actual paintings so she tells him that they're all replicas but they're actually the original ones and she sells the replicas and makes shit ton of money and donates it to the museum and that's how the museum is still running so it's just an international art scheme. She, yes, she's she's art a con scheme? she's a con artist. She sells no, all of these no. things to like big, big do- big billionaire people. You know, like. But she still has to call him football head. Yes. And berate him all yes. the time, so their yeah. relationship can't advance. <laughs> she but just she also... calls him football head all the time, and she's like, "This God. is not. You can't run a non-for-profit museum without money. <laughs> How are you gonna keep this <laughs> this place alive?" And he's like, "I'm gonna do a donation drive. Um, <laughs> oh we're God. community funded. We're, uh, he's we're like, gonna do a bake sale. We're gonna do a bake sale." He's just out there, oh. you know, trying, I don't know, figuring out different oh, ways look, to... a singing competition. Yeah, they hold, like, a little gala where, like, <laughs> where people can come in and, like, bid to adopt uh, adopt a, a um, an animal, you know, like, and all the money that they uh, bid for is, like, going to the animal shelter or something. And he lives in, like, just... a little apartment upstairs in the museum he lives at the boarding house still oh yeah okay yeah he still lives on the yeah that makes sense his grandparents own it i mean they're they probably left it to him right that that makes sense yeah yeah he still only collects a nickel for rent yes because that's a thing they they only they only charge the people who live there a dime (laughs) a dime literally a dime i i don't understand well i mean they own the property so they They probably just pay the taxes of their social security and there we go well no uh, no no he he charges a quarter for inflation dang dang oh that's damn this economy but Getting all of that money goes into him personally going around and shopping for people's um, Christmas presents. <laughs> 
But obviously, he only charges a, a quarter. Big jar of quarters. Yeah, obviously, that he takes to a quarter per person for twelve months is not enough. So clearly, he definitely sort of dips into dips his into, own savings. Yeah, well, dips into his own oh savings or any earnings, any extra profit that the museum makes. Oh my god. Goes into Christmas uh, presents for the people at the boarding house. Anyway, so this is my AU for um, yeah. It was a very hopeful AU. Yeah. yeah. And also a weird one because of the <laughs> international art theft. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not like look, she's she she's doing shitty things, but to shitty people, so it's fine. Balances it out. Sure. Well, she sells the fakes to billionaires. It's fine. Oh god. Okay. She walks around as an art critique person, you know the oh the god. like um appraiser. There we go. She's an appraiser. She's an appraiser. Yeah, and a well-known like, you know, person who makes replicas and stuff like that. Yeah. So, there we go. Uh, she would be a con artist for sure. She could probably be a great con artist if she She'd wasn't be busy being president. <laughs> We'll talk about that. Look, that's how that's how she funds her campaign. She doesn't need big donors. She just needs to make more replicas and sell them. So scam people to fund a presidential campaign just like Trump did. Well, yeah, but she's not scamming regular people. She's scamming people uh, who can afford fair. the art. So right, technically they would give her money. They would give her about that much money as like donations i'm not right? saying i don't i'm not saying i don't approve of it i'm just saying there's a similarity i i know i know but 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 hear me out right she don't i've heard you she, out for the last she, couple minutes she, so. she 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 would be getting that much money just in donations instead if she sells them things that they buy then she doesn't have to stay beholden to them to get reelected. We forgot to mention something at the beginning of this, by the way. What? Where the, her parents find her in her sort of shrine area. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, they do find her. So, okay. So this episode is mostly about, like, Helga, you know, and her crush, you know, and her, like, crush on Arnold. Um, Which and the psychologist just immediately clocks. Yeah, she knows Almost immediately, immediately by yeah. observing her for just five seconds, which just means that all of these kids at this school are just, they're thick as bricks. I mean, they're kids. Yeah, they're kids, but also, like, I was a like, thick, she... thick brick kid. <laughs> I wouldn't know it. But... She just starts soliloquizing in the middle of the hallway, though. She does! Every day. Every single day. Oh, my and gosh. Nobody... She pulls out this little, like, heart with, yeah. like, Arnold's photo in it. Yes. And she's which... just, like, being all romantic and stuff to the freaking picture. Yes, um, which she has on her 24-7. Yeah, yeah. And there are multiple instances where she loses it. I think, or at least at least once. The only person that notices is Brainy. Yeah, because he stalks who, her. Who stalks her, yeah. So, anyway, she also has a shrine to Arnold, <laughs> which she then begins worshipping. <laughs> well, you know, it's her, it's her is. only outlet, you know? It it's really the is only way only she can sort of, like, get those teenage you know. angst feelings out. She's 10. 
yeah that's that's about yeah that's that that checks that's that's pretty you have strong feelings all right that's when they well, still no, those things saying. start rumbling you know i guess so but also you know other kids like keep a diary you know some of them do you know write poetry terrible sad poetry she songs. does she does write terrible well, sad she poetry does, but I guess she recites at some it. point yeah, I guess at some point the poetry gave just diminishing returns and she had to go to uh, voodoo worship. Look, Helga has big feelings, okay? She really does. She's passionate, all right? She's passionate for the only person that ever showed her true, genuine kindness. And uh, it, with all, in all fairness, she's doing it towards the right person. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... There are worse be... people you could be worshipping. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I guess she could get lucky that it was Arnold and uh, not uh, not Brainy. Oh God! Look, Brainy is probably a really nice kid. All right, he just He's... there's something going on with that kid. Though. Look, like he yeah. also probably has a lot of feelings and just doesn't know how to say them. That's it. That's I... that's it. Yeah. No, I'm sure of that, but also I think there might be some black magic involved with him. Because <laughs> he's involved in a few of the, like, the Urban Legends episodes. Ooh. And he just appears. Like, remember the Haunted Train episode where he was just there? Yeah, he was just kind of there. Look. I think he, he, there's some black magic going on with that boy. Look, they're going to grow up and Brainy's going to show up and he's going to be the hottest nerd looking person. <laughs> I hope so. And he's going to have yeah. all the magic powers. He's going to be oh the God. strongest wizard on the block. Like full, full blown, just summoning demons left and right in the forest type shit by himself. You know, yeah. There's something. There's something there. There, there's some like Sabrina the Teenage Witch reboot <laughs> stuff going on with that boy. Oh God, when are they gonna make a super dark remake of of Hey Arnold? Oh please, a, a live action one. Yeah. Oh God, I would I would probably kill myself <laughs> in Minecraft if that happened. I would be pissed. I would be so pissed if they Riverdaled Hey Arnold. I I I might just go down to Nickelodeon and burn the studio down in Minecraft. <laughs> oh boy, that would that would be pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, the what? the psychiatrist is like, okay, yeah, yeah, she's she, you know, the psychiatrist clocks the fact that like Helga is a really intelligent girl and, you know, mm-hmm. really good at darts apparently, really really is passionate oh, yeah. about about like, you know, arts but doesn't quite realize it because the entire time she's just being overshadowed by her sister. Um and, you know, they talk and she goes to like a few more sessions and then eventually admits to her that she, you know, likes she she loves Arnold. Um and does voodoo worship <laughs> worship him. Um You know what's something funny about Darts, Maria? What? Is that Darts used to be a very renowned international sport with like championships and stuff. It it only started seeing decline when, as people were watching these, they noticed that the darts players were all just plastered 
while they were playing. <laughs> and so people were just like, is this really a sport if you can play it while drunk? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, people still do like dark stuff, but it's very like oh, yeah. small. Yeah. It's like very sort of like mm -hmm. localized. Yeah, yeah, no, like, it had like international teams and crap. Damn. And, and then they saw the people that were playing it, and they were just like these, you know, drunks. Amazing. Amazing. Who were very good at darts, probably, but also they after each shot they were just like, "Give me another." <laughs> Give me a drink. Give me a double. Give me a double. I got a tough shot coming up. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> anyway, what, that makes what sense. were we talking about? Anyway, so yeah, she... she. Um, we get to her past. Yeah, we get to her past, you know, like she... Uh, you know, she tells she tells the, the psychologist about, like, how she had to, like, walk herself to school and, you know, like, that's... that's Not school, Maria. Preschool. preschool. Yeah, she had to walk herself to preschool, preschool and a dog stole her lunch and a car, like, f***ed up her, her dress because of mud and stuff. And Which I realized something, that she's never changed her look. Well, I think part i think it's because arnold said that he liked her bow yeah. so she never changed it yeah that's <laughs> we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but well, well I... yeah so it's so you know like she she shows up and he like you know helps her clean up i think and and is like i like your bow and then goes inside it's... and she's just like it's pink like your dress <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's what he says. And she's just like... And that's what I realized. Oh, that's why she wears the same thing. Because... Yeah. As she did as a kid. Because Arnold said he liked it. Oh, my God. This kid needs help. Oh, she this isn't help. Needs... Good. She's getting good. help. Yes, she's here good, to get good. help. There we go. Oh, full circle. Um. <laughs> anyway. Uh... She gets embarrassed. Yeah, she gets embarrassed. One of the other kids makes fun of her. Yeah. For liking Arnold. Yeah, and then she just becomes a bully, which honestly, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. I would do that. <laughs> you are a bully. <laughs> you bully me every day. It's because it's so easy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I was bullied a lot. I have practice now. Oh I know how to do it. Yeah, I've been on the receiving right. end, so I know. Yeah, we've both been on the receiving end. There we go. You either live long enough to see yourself. You either die. Oh, God, I messed up the quote. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you either die here or you live long enough to see yourself become the bully. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Elga should have died a hero. <laughs> poor, poor Helga. Poor Helga. Uh, anyway, so she becomes yeah, a bully, um, and you know, eventually, you know, she, the the psychiatrist is like, yeah, you know, you you feel a lot of emotions, and as long as you're not hurt, hurting anybody, however you express your emotions is fine. And she's like, even 
even <laughs> though I have like a shrine in my closet and she's like yeah Did that's that's fine it? yeah that's fine she's like animal sacrifices though dead no no animal no. sacrifices okay because that would technically be hurting something so no animal sacrifices yeah. but you can worship a shrine Which, as long you, as you're not hurting anybody you say use gum did you say use gum <laughs> yeah because she makes like makes like a sculpture of arnold with used gum and it's yep. kind of with his used gum. With his, oh my god, specifically his used gum. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. That, that does, yeah, it's, that's an early thing. That's been in the series forever. Oof. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. And then Brainy shows up again. Of course he does. With a ring. But this time, she doesn't punch him immediately. <laughs> He's got a little ring in those little plastic little doodad, you know, that we got out of like a candy machine. That's amazing. <laughs> also, she's like, were you just sitting here, like standing in this exact alleyway that I was in, waiting for me? How did you know I was here? See, this is why I think Brainy's into black magic. Okay. <laughs> this is why I think he might be a warlock or a sorcerer or a wizard. Or maybe even a bard. Yeah. Like I said, give it give it a few years and he's gonna be the bestest wizard man around. I don't I don't want that. I, I'm scared of him now. <laughs> I'm scared of him now. I don't know what's going on with him. He okay, this is how we spice up this is how we spice up the AU, alright, James? Oh god. Brainy shows up this. as this hot shot um wizard kind of emo looking wizard dude. You know, shows rolls up into town and is trying to win Helga back. You know, because clearly he has a crush on her. That's why he keeps following her around. Um, well, yeah, uh, yes. yeah. So, You're so welcome. you know, this is how we spice up the AU. Love triangle. No. Yes. She still just punches him. <laughs> she, well, see, like, that's why it would, be ant- it would be it would be the perfect punchline. Get it? Um, oh, my God. Because he's oh, here God. and he's I've trying come to be, back. yeah, he's trying to be all cool and mysterious and blah blah blah. It just does like cool like wisps of magic and everything, and that she just like. I've opened a magic shop. <laughs> it's right across the street from the museum, and yes. she just punches him. <laughs> Helga, my love, as he like pulls out like a, a bouquet of flowers from his sleeve. Will you, will you be my, will you be the ring connected to my other ring that you can't get them together unless you know the trick on how to get the rings <laughs> apart, but because you don't know the trick, you can't, you can't pull, and he's got them in his hands, and then she just grabs them and just tears them apart, <laughs> and then punches him. But he's into that, clearly. Obviously he's into that. <laughs> Because at one point, she doesn't punch him. She doesn't punch him here, and he's just, like, happy about that. But in another episode, she doesn't punch him, and he punches himself. Because he's so confused. Because he couldn't figure... I don't know. I don't remember the context for the episode, but... He just panics and punches himself. Yeah, he just panics. She just doesn't... She doesn't punch him. I think she's just in, like, a soliloquy mode or something something like that and she just yeah 
He just punches himself because he doesn't know what to do. Stupid, stupid Brady. <laughs> Great episode. Oh, God. Anyway. Yes. So, um, if anybody wants to write this this no. AU, please just hit me up and I'll help. Uh, I promise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. On to the last episode, unless there's anything else. I think that's it. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. The, the resolution for the episode is Helga realizing that she can kind of, like, it's okay to express herself the way that she expresses herself because she thinks that the way, what she is doing is, like, wrong or, you know, weird. Which it kind of is weird, right. but, like, not well, wrong I mean, in any way. You know, like, it's just her expressing herself. Um, and, One you know, man's like the, weird is another person's normal. So. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, she she's kind yeah. of, like, it, it, the resolution is the fact that, like, she she knows yeah. she doesn't have to tell Arnold right away and she's like come to terms with the fact that she does love him and you know expresses that in a weird way but there's nothing wrong with her doing that and that as long as she doesn't hurt anybody she's fine doing whatever she wants to express herself even do yeah. random soliloquies in the alleyways with Brainy watching in the background yeah, that's another thing though. Is when she has that big like um, uh, catharsis moment of realizing she loves Arnold, she screams it at the top of her lungs. Yeah, she does. And, and everybody on the street can hear it. It's just like she's so bad at keeping this secret. <laughs> what if Arnold had been out there? He wasn't. Like walking walking by. What if Arnold had the appointment right after? Oh my he's god! He's just sitting, sitting in the waiting room, and he just hears Helga Pataki screaming, "I love Arnold." Arnold's therapy <laughs> sessions is just him talking about how everybody's life is miserable and how he wants to be, who wants to make it better. Yeah, ex- yeah, it really is. It's like, yeah. Oh god. Or it could be, or you could subscribe to that stupid uh, fan theory that the pigeon man actually kills himself in front of Arnold. There's a there's a fan theory? Of course there's a fan theory. There's a fan theory about every show and it's all that they're right. dead. They're really dead. Oh my god. What a Ash bleak. dies in the first episode of Pokemans. Oh my god. The Rugrats are all dead. Also I just just like recently realized how funny the name Rugrats is. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good. It's a good. It's name. a good. It's a great. That's a great branding name. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the last episode we that we about? watched was oh, just yeah. our like we need another one another watch another episode with Helga in it, and so this one was um the Mowage. Yes, is about Mowage. this in this episode. One of the kids, one of the girls, has this like fortune telling origami thing. I don't know what you guys called it. We used to call it a chip chop. Um, a chip chop. Yeah. Um, there's a few things. There's the cootie catcher. There's uh, what is it called? There's another. We never called it a cootie catcher when I was a kid. Okay. Oh, what was it called? I can't remember what what we called it. Yeah. Anyway, it was this weird like the things that kids do with the like the the four fingers and you're like you know anyway. Yeah. 
So she was walking around with one of those. I used to make those and turn them into puppets for people in class. Um, just for the lulls. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, yep. so I, uh, so yeah, so she, she was walking around with one of those and basically pairing up people based on how they answered on the, the thingamajig. Um, and, you know, Arnold gets paired up with Helga, which Helga is great, happy about, but Arnold is not. No, and- no, no, Maria. He doesn't just he doesn't just get paired up with Helga. He gets paired up with Helga 102 times. I know. I, know, I was just going to say that, like, yeah, and he's not happy with it, so he has her do it a shit ton more times, and the answer is still the same, as always Helga. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is the first episode that we see, um, what was the girl's name? The other girl that Which Arnold girl? has a crush on? Oh, Lila. Lila. Lila, yeah. the country girl. The country girl. She's, uh, country the, she's the transfer student. And yeah, he has, yeah, Arnold has a massive crush on her. Of course he does. Because she's so perfect. But she doesn't. She does not care about Arnold. Yeah. At yeah, all. She at does all. not see anything in him. And he is just, uh, I guess she was like. enamored. She's definitely the replacement. In the first season, Ar- Arnold had another crush. Okay. Was on a sixth grade girl named Ruth. And oh, she's actually in the opening sequence still. Oh, I see. She's the she if you remember the opening, she's the girl on the very far left. I don't remember. She that's it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. But she never speaks in the entire series. Oh I my think. god. And it's just like the first season. Where he just has this crush on this sixth grade girl named Ruth. Okay. And it's just like every time she walks past, it's just like the wistful, like the wind blowing through her hair. And I was just like, oh. And of course, Helga in the background being like, what's so great about her? She got boobs. That's, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Anyway, but then she was replaced by Lila in later seasons, who is the same age as him. Ah. Who's the transfer student I from see. the from the country. Oh god. Also, she's really poor. Okay. Like real poor. Okay. Which is a plot point in the episode, I believe. Anyway, sorry. Just had to provide some context for that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um Anyway, so so yeah, so he he has the girl do it like six thousand times, and the answer is always, it's always yeah, Helga, it's, and Arnold is not happy about like, it. Why be- can't it be Lila? Yeah, and, and Arnold's not happy about it because Arnold. you know. Um, Arnold, she's just not that into you. Here, let me rent you the movie. She's just not at that into you at Blockbuster. <laughs> Yes, Blockbuster still exists in this world. We're going to yep. go around it. We're going to go watch it. I don't actually know if she's not that into you is actually out yet. We'll wait. We'll we'll wait for it to come out, Arnold. In the meantime, we're going to go rent Batman. Yeah. On VHS. Yep. Anyway, so Lila anyway, so Lila's not even that important in this in this episode really, except for just, you know, being around. What are you talking about? 
She's very important to the episode. As in, like, not like her interpretation um, by by um, Helga is shows up, but as a character herself, she's not really that important. Um, other than being the other woman, I guess. Um, <laughs> the other one, the one that got away. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, our, you know, both Arnold and Helga go back home and sleep, and Helga has this beautiful dream about her marriage with Arnold, where, you know, they go to Venice after they get married, and she's obviously, you know, they're in Paris, blah, blah, blah. Um, Lila shows up on a gondola while they're in Venice, and she, like, sinks her boat. I don't think you know where Venice is. Venice is in Italy. You said Paris. Well, yeah, because there's, like, that one, one like, it, you know, scene of them in, in Paris, like, oh, in that, like, there? balcony, oh, okay. and they're, like, eat, like, they're, like, having breakfast oh, or something. Oh, yeah, there is that. There's, like, it, it's, like, it's not the honeymoon. It's, like, a separate thing. Anyway, okay. so, anyway, so they're in Venice, and this is, like, the honeymoon part of the episode, and, um, they, you know... She sinks the yes. boat with with um, Lila. Lila's and, there. And like Arnold, take me back. I realize that I love you. <laughs> like, and then geez. he's got the he's like super buff, I guess, a little bit, and his hair is like <laughs> all like wavy. No, no, or his hair it? is better. His oh, hair is the is same it? in his dream. But in, oh. in, in Helga's dream, his hair is, like, all, like, nicely gelled up and everything. And he's wearing, like, the shirt, mm. which, which like, right. is, has, like, a Polo little bit of V-neck. So you can see, like, a little bit of his chest hair to make sure that everybody oh, knows yeah. that he's an adult. Um, even though he has oh, the same yeah. football face. Um, <laughs> never grows out a jawline, ever. Uh, <laughs> he never grows a chin. Oh, poor Arnold. He, never he was grows promised a chin. a chin in puberty and he never got it. <laughs> well, the problem is his grandpa took his chin because his grandpa is a giant. He does have the giant chin. Yeah, yeah. Chins are recessive. It skips a generation. Dang. His kid's going to have the, the largest chin. He's just going to pop out is... with like the sharpest jawline anyway oh and his dad has a giant chin too now that i think about it <laughs> i think if i'm remembering correctly yeah and I the other end like arnold is having the worst dream where like yeah. helga and him get married and she does doesn't do doesn't do anything and helga's father like forces him to work at the um at the factory and then she has like the stork comes in with like four <laughs> children or three children that he has to three take care of because she doesn't do anything. Um, and he has to like go to work and then come back and then take care of these screaming children that are all like Helga. Um, <laughs> and on the other hand, um, in Helga's dream, they're like, you know, she's she's becoming she's running for president and she becomes the president. Um, does the um the <laughs> she runs against her dad yeah she runs against our... her dad this didn't happen in the episode but it's it's just imagine <laughs> it'd be amazing anyway so she runs she runs she becomes president 
you know, and then and then I let Bob Pataki's is like, I let a Democrat in the White House, even if she is my daughter. <laughs> I'm running for president. Uh, I'm the beeper king. Still. I'm the beeper king. Um, well, though, so he he is still the beeper king because of all the lobbyists preventing Apple from taking control. Dang. Better future. <laughs> Anyway, so he, you know, so she, yeah, so she becomes, uh, she becomes president, and Arnold gets kidnapped by ninjas. By n- ninjas in Switzerland. Uh, it's a dream, yes. man. It's a fever dream. It's a, it's um, a dream. Yep. She, yeah, she gets, she gets, um, yeah, yeah, he gets kidnapped, and she goes to save him by herself, um, because apparently she can do. Stunts. It's a dream. It's a dream. Maria. Yes, yes, of course, it's a dream. Anyway, she goes to save him, and they find out that the, the terrorist that kidnapped the first man um, is actually Lila because she loves him, and so she kidnaps him. Yeah. That's not how it works, dream Lila. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yep. That's that's kind of it. Yeah, and and then and then well, Arnold's, oh wait, no, Arnold's side of the dream, he like basically confronts he confronts um Helga, dream his dream Helga, uh, yeah. and is like you know why are you being like this? You're you know you're not actually this bad. Blah 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 blah. blah. And then dream Helga's like no, you've cracked through my the. My cold, hard exterior and oh, no. into my soft, mushy interior. I'm not actually like this. And just as the dream is kind oh, of no. taking a turn, Arnold wakes up. Um, yep. Which I swear to God, if my if my alarm clock said my name to wake me up, I would freak <laughs> out. I would freak out. That's what wakes him up. I would freak out. Don't do that. That's terrifying. <laughs> anyway, and yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, oh, and then Rhonda comes on the bus and announces that the the matchmaker was wasn't working right. Yeah, she apparently did some calculations and everything yes. is null and void. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but like Arnold's like, if I did have to marry her, I don't think it would be that bad. Um Yeah. Oh god, Thanksgiving's with the Patakis though. No. No. Sounds awful. Oh god. Okay. The second so- Hey Arnold says happy holidays, <laughs> Big Bob is putting up fisticuffs. Oh my god. So here's the thing, right? It's really interesting, though, because of how much of, like, a finality is attached to marriage. Like, there's no, like, Mm. if it doesn't work out, you know, we can meet other people. Like, there's such a, the old school idea of, like, once you're married, that's it. There's no, there's no way out. You're, like, trapped in there forever. Right. You know what I mean? And and it's really yes. interesting that that is what it looks like from Arnold's perspective, right? That he's just being trapped here and there's no way out. 
Whereas, like, Helga's perspective is very clearly a, like, partnership situation, right? Like, that they actually both love each other and want to be around each other and, like, contribute to each other's success in some way, shape, or form very actively. And it's very interesting seeing it like that. I, I think the reason for that is is because arnold didn't grow up with like a nuclear family mm-hmm. he his parents were they they disappeared mm-hmm. before he when he was a little baby he doesn't really remember them so he was raised by his grandparents right and the and the boarding house basically mm-hmm. all all the tenants in the boarding house basically raised him and so i think he probably has like a very romantic view of love and marriage like it's a he kind of wants that so probably subconsciously he wants like you know the normal nuclear family a little bit deep down Mm -hmm. but helga is just his vision of helga is just like the 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 worst version of that right which gives him that sort of cognitive dissonance right until the very end when he's just like Oh, maybe it doesn't have to be like this. Right? Yeah. I know. I know. It, it's it's just it's really interesting. It's as and, in as a like as two depictions of marriage, right? Like, right, but there is yeah. a sense of finality to it. You oh, know, yeah. there's no like, I can leave, sort of thing. You know, like or you can right. part ways and see other people or whatever sort of thing i mean yeah i think that's just the fact that they're 10 years old yeah they might see that but like in in media that's just because we're the people that make this this stuff is are sick puppies yeah uh, that need to be put down <laughs> and they just are like, they're just weird freaks that's fair that that would stay in a hopeless marriage for way too long because what else are you gonna do that's fair you know who what, how are we gonna divide the friends in the wine cellar <laughs> oh no we're not talking about the the amber heard johnny tap stuff no screw it i'm just making that clear no I wasn't even gonna bring that up. Well, I did just to make sure. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so it's just a, it's just, it's just it's interesting. interesting, but it's point. a good, yeah. it's a good. I don't know. It's, it's nice. It's cute. Um. Yeah. So. Helga's Maria. imagination is fucking wild. <laughs> it's crazy. She, she's gonna write probably the greatest book ever written. Yes, one hundred percent. Like Shakespeare's a hack compared to her. So step aside, Shakespeare. Shakespeare, It's pataki time. Shakespeare got nothing on a (laughs) ten-year-old. Worships worships idols in her closet. Oh my god! And was prepared to do to do animal sacrifices. Yeah, she was. Whatever was necessary. Yeah, she was willing to do whatever was necessary. All right, Maria. What did you think of Helga Pataki? I don't the, know. The I, woman, I, the myth, I like her. the legend. I like her. 
she's she's a it's nice to see her like in these episodes because all the other episodes she's just a dick um <laughs> she's kind of a dick in most of the episodes she's such a dick <laughs> she is a bit of a dick and the she does soften as the series goes on. as as she gets help yeah but yeah at the very beginning of the series she is a hundred percent dick to everyone she's, yeah she's just she such a is dick. a complete dick but you kind of get wired right yeah no i i like i get it i just you know like without the background in the in the other episodes it's hard to like really take her side because she's just a because arnold is a sweetheart and she's just a dick to him all the time he's he's a little cinnamon roll yeah little soft boy yeah he's a little soft boy um he's just his like his voice actor does a pretty good job of like maintaining that cadence through Mm. too like throughout the entire entirety of the episodes and everything he's just a he's just a sad puppy he's just a a sad (laughs) puppy He's a sad puppy that wants pets. Yeah, literally, that is just it. That is what he is. He wants his owners to be happy. He's just a sad And his owners are everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Every person on Earth is his owner, and he just wants them to be happy. Yeah. But this isn't about Arnold. We know about Arnold. Yeah, we know about Arnold. We get Arnold. Helga's What about Helga, though? She's great. I like her. Do you agree that she's one of the greatest characters ever written and she's a pretty good character yeah i i I like i like the way that her character is written and done like it makes it makes sense and she's she's well well done especially as far as like female characters go at the time period she has way more depth in her than a lot of characters yeah yeah i mean it's around like the it's kind of around like the end of Hey Arnold and when the aughts started, the the 2000s started happening is when we sort of lost characters like that. And a lot of characters were written a lot simpler. Yeah. I mean, it, like, yeah, like there's, there's a lot of like, just in generally, like in Hey Arnold, even though it was a kid's show, there was a lot of like heavy stuff happening around. Like mm-hmm. if... As an yeah. adult, if you watch it, there's a lot of commentary and a lot of stuff there that is mm. very clearly, you know, there's a lot of thought being put into it. And it's it's kind of like trying to break that, break down this romanticized idea of the suburb or like of, of like families, right? Of like nuclear families or of different types of families. And instead of just portraying the typical like, suburban household in every house well this isn't suburban. i I know like but that is that is what that is what like those these kinds of shows turned into right if like right it did turn into suburban it it just turned into like suburban families a dad a mom and two kids right like and their little little lawn and their cars and their like neighborhood and blah 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 neighborhood block parties etc etc like it was very clearly like this was this was before that and they were actually trying to like capture something different right right? like before it eventually this brand of children's show just got assimilated into suburban households 
Right. And I think there was a suburban alternative to Hey Arnold at the time, which was Boy Meets World, which was a live action series mm. on ABC, which, while not as well written as Hey Arnold, had a lot of themes that did deconstruct mm -hmm. the suburban life and show some of the darker aspects of it. Right. And some of the stuff that you're. Yeah, some heavy stuff. Yeah, some heavy stuff. Exactly. Uh, uh, and that's why people remember Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But once the aughts came around, we can't do that anymore for some reason. And people that mm -hmm. ran showrunners just did not have any interest in exploring that. Well, anymore. I guess it also comes down to the amount of energy that people are willing to put into children's shows, right? Like it it they well, yeah. eventually decided it was too costly to have people do brainstorm and write stories because guess what? It takes time yeah. to write those stories and it takes money to write those stories because you need to hire the right writers and you want to like you you need to hire mm -hmm. good writers. And yep. If you want to make a quick, cheap production, then you're not going to have that. That's not going to be a thing. Um, yeah. It was probably a lot easier because uh, I, I think most of all these like Nickelodeon people all knew each other from college. <laughs> like They all probably went to the same animation that's, school. That's possible, yeah. You just end up in the same, in the similar, like, yeah, fields. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, once you get to, like, the aughts, it's a lot different where, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm remembering, you know, Nickelodeon programming from the aughts, and it's just, it's just garbage. It's just mostly just sitcom regurgitated garbage, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, it, I guess it comes down to what, what because at the end of the day, it was money making, right? Like it is less right, about creation yeah. and it was more about making money. And so in that case, what is the template that you can superimpose on everything else to cut corners in a way that is not creative but saves money, right? And so that's eventually right. what happened is this it just got homogenized yeah. because they knew because there was no risk taking anymore. There was they weren't taking any risks on stories because it was like we know this works. This was great then. People will love it mm. now, and we'll make money off of it. And yeah, that's that's kind I mean, of when money yeah. gets involved is about when you should give up on any sort of creativity because at the end of the day, any energy that's going to be put in is less for a product for the product and more to make money off of it. Right, and programming became less of. Let's make this stuff so people will watch our show, so they'll see the ads, and then they'll buy the ads. Yeah, you know that are shown on the program. It's when Disney came along. It was just like, oh, we can sell our stars as commodities. Exactly. Yeah. As well as ads, and that, and all we have to do is wrap them in the thinnest veneer of a sort of sitcom show. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, then we're just going to the bank. Uh, spoiler alert, they didn't really go to the bank. <laughs> it never really worked, you know? Like, I mean, there's Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus. That yeah, worked. That worked. That worked. Selena Gomez, that's also Disney. She kind of, she also worked. Yeah, well, it was like, well, Wizards of Waverly Place was pretty popular. Yeah. Mm -hmm, and then exactly. you had the, um, what, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. You had Ashley Tisdale from there 
Did she do anything afterwards? She voiced Candace. Well, that's not. That's still part of the Disney. Oh, I guess like outside. Thing. I guess not. Yeah, outside. I guess that. not that's that the much. They want market shares outside. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I guess I don't know. I don't think so. Because like Nickelodeon's not really. I mean, they're making some money off of Ariana Grande, but they're not. They're not part of her brand. Yeah, yeah. They're not minting her for it. Her. Her brand is completely separate from oh yes the Nickelodeon sort of space where she came from. I mean, there's there's the diehard fans that followed her from from her Nickelodeon the, um, sitcoms, yeah. but I think probably the majority of her fans now just know her as Ariana Grande. Yes, I mean I know her as Ariana Grande. I didn't know she was in a Nickelodeon show until way yeah. later. So. Yeah, she got her start on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I mean, she got her start on Broadway, but, you know, <laughs> she got her big break on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. She was a sitcom star, just like Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. was. But she wasn't the star no, of the show. No, she wasn't. Like, yeah, yeah. That was... I remember she was like, she's like a peripheral character. She was like an yeah, airhead. She's a, yes, she was a, she was a, a, a very special little girl. <laughs> But they banked on the completely wrong star because the actual star of the show went on to do nothing. (laughs) And you just got to wonder, you know, because like Ariana was a, you know, classically trained uh, singer. Mm -hmm. She was on Broadway. Most of the people on the show were classically trained singers. And the person they got to star in the yeah, show was, n- was not. No, and and like everybody, like, I, I I've been in in the periphery of that like use like audience space, and everybody collectively yeah. is like everybody sings better than the main character of this yes. show. Like right. by far, everybody sings better. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad, but I mean, like Miley. I mean, her dad is was a country star yeah her her godmother's freaking dolly park exactly yeah of course course she knows knows how to sing sing. exactly so you know it's just why would you bank on this person disney (laughs) or nickelodeon (laughs) it's why this never worked and then of course uh britney spears's sister survey was that her there is also the zoe 101 thing oh boy where the star got pregnant they had to cancel the show. Yeah. It's it was bad. Nick's Nick's whole foray into that whole world of teen stardom was a disaster. I think they couldn't the they couldn't part. keep the reins on properly. No. I think mostly no, because they, they weren't as overbearing as as Disney was. Because I mean, no, they were overbearing just in the different way than Disney. Yeah, like. They ruined a couple people's lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, Disney did that to several people. So many child mm-hmm. stars just mm-hmm. not. Just look at Britney. Yeah. She was a Disney star. Justin Timberlake, he was a Disney kid. God. But the thing, the, the point that I was making is, you know, you, you can watch these shows for nostalgia, but I don't think any of the episodes are really going to resonate as well as a lot of the stuff from, like, Hey yeah. Arnold or Boy Meets World because it did get heavy at some points. And as a kid, you remember that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, that, make, that makes sense. Like, it's like, still... 
I don't know. It's it's a good show. It just is also kind of sad. <laughs> Every time we That's watch fair. it, I just feel sad afterwards. That's it's not fair. you don't pick up Horn Arnold for Hey Arnold for a pick me up. You well, it depends on the episode that you watch. There's a lot of just r- stupid episodes, you know. I guess so, like, but like the look, the one where they have a pig war. Cherry. Okay, look. Here's the thing. If I was randomly going to scroll through episodes of Hey Arnold, there is okay, a large Cherry. chance that I will hit yeah. something that's sad. Okay, you're not. You're not. Whereas if wrong. I do that with Gravity Falls. The chances of that happening is almost nil. Well, hey, you've watched all of Gravity Falls. Yeah. So you know which episodes to avoid if you're not in the mood. I guess so. But I I mean, I've watched it, but I don't like remember off the top of my head what what every episode contains. Like, I'm sure if you saw the little teaser image on the bottom of the screen, you could figure it out. I I would have picked a different, uh, like a Rugrats. I would have picked Rugrats for you. I never watched Rugrats growing up. Well, that was the point. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I see. The, the, there's very few heavy episodes of Rugrats. There's like three. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, what of, I'm saying is, like hey, Arnold is, you know, is is to to me what a bowl of jelly beans are to just randomly pick from. There is a chance I'll pick up something that I don't like, and uh-huh. then, then I'll just be sad for the yeah, rest you, of the day. Yeah, you pick up the the popcorn jelly oh, bean. Oh god! Just like you're just like, god damn it! Uh, I thought it was lemon. I know exactly. Yeah, it's one of the ones that that looks like one of the other ones, and you're like, yeah. oh god, the licorice one. I thought this was great. <laughs> god. 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 Anyway. Jelly beans are great, but also they hate you. They hate you, yeah. And you come back because you love them. <laughs> Just like Hey Arnold. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Ugh. Pigeon Man Any was closing great. thoughts, Maria? Um, Pigeon Man is great. I, as Helga's a cool character, and I love her, too. Is she a better character than Isabella? Um, <laughs> like... Substance wise, yeah. But I mean, it's really hard to compare the two of them, like one is to one, because they're right. very clearly going for two different brands of subvert subverting the girl next door trope. Mm. Because Helga is very clearly like tragic backstory subverting the girl, like girl next door trope right like the right. you know like she wears pink and she's got the bow and you think that she's the girly girly character but she's a bully and then you have Isabella who who flips it in the sense of like when you talk to her and when you look at her she has all of the trappings of the sweet girl next door but she can also fucking tie you in knots and you will never be able to get out of it ever again because of her like fireside girl like experience in in the woods and everything so like it's it's the it's two very different subversions of like okay what <laughs> well is, do you even know why i'm bringing this up why 
Because when we first watched Hey Arnold and we saw it and you saw Helga, she's like, oh, Isabella. Well, yeah, because they have the same. Because they have the same. Because they have the same bow and the same pink outfit. Like that's that's kind of why I brought it up was because it is remarkably similar. <laughs> like exactly the same outfits. I know, but also you said she was a better character than Helga. Yeah, because Helga called Arnold a football held head and assaulted him in that episode. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe at first glance, Isabella does seem nicer because Isabella doesn't walk up to Phineas and is like, hey, pointy face. <laughs> hey, triangle face. <laughs> How does your face even work, triangle face? <laughs> Hold on. Turn turn to the side. Oh, God, I'm going to throw up. Exactly. <laughs> Also, Arnold, like, from the profile, would be f***ing hilarious as well. Is there a profile yeah, of Arnold? There probably is somewhere, but I don't, I don't know. His head that is would just be, so wide. Oof. Anyway, it's very wide. look. It's a great The first time play. we saw Helga was her just being a dick to the soft boy Arnold. Which already, you know, if anybody... If anybody's a dick to somebody else, it's, you know, whatever. But it's kind of like watching somebody kick a puppy. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to like them at first glance. Why would you kick a puppy? I don't care what your issues are. Put it on a back seat and don't kick the fucking puppy. Anyway. In terms of animation, <laughs> this show has not aged well. Oh, no. But honestly, I don't know how I mean, much I don't of want the to say show age is, well, but for, it's just... is for the animation, um, like the animation prowess, you know, like it very clearly well, feels like yeah. they're trying to tell a story and the medium is animation rather than the animation driving the is story the medium to you know that's fair and i think there's a lot of really talented animators that worked on this show yeah i don't i don't like i don't I, say and it's also like hard to compare like because this is cell work to like the yes. now digital work right which makes things a lot more it's easier to make it clean and 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 well follow I mean, a baseline of good a, you know like this is just because they had a really terrible copy of this show that's fair <laughs> yeah hd, HD did not ugh. yeah oh god I it has think. its charm though it does have its charm but, but like they're also kind of... like the thing is there are also moments where some of the voice acting can be a little wonky um in the way that so you remember that short snippet of where arnold was talking to helga um at the while they were picking lunch in the episode where mm. he where she doctors olga's um mm -hmm. yeah that like little bit over the in there just was very choppy and felt very rushed like both animation mm. and voice acting wise that's fair and, and that's kind yeah. of what i mean of like you know um it, it, yeah. it is very clearly that the story is is the star here Right. And as much as the animation is really is pretty good, it's not like they're not trying to perform feats of animation. 
that isn't the point of it, right? Like, it's not a, a fighting show trying to do, like, these, like, <laughs> smooth, choreographed, like, movements or, like, dances or stuff like that. It is very clearly just, like, a, a show yeah. where they're not trying to be flashy and it's clearly the story is the star, not mm-hmm. necessarily the animation. Right. They did get some really good performances out of like the most of the cast were kids. Damn. Who did it? Like Har- Arnold had like three, four voice actors. That's amazing. Throughout the entire run of the show. That's amazing. It's actually funny because whenever an Arnold actor would retire, they'd bring him back for another episode uh-huh. as a different character. So there's this one character who just has, like, three different voice actors because all the other Arnold voice actors retired. Amazing. Because their voice dropped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got too old to do it, and their voice just got too deep. Damn. So they'd bring him back as this, like, teenager who's in their class for some reason. Who's never shown in, like, the backgrounds. Like, he's supposed to be in their class, and he's never there. (laughs) It's great. Amazing. Anyway, but also, what was up with the blue thing? The blue thing? Remember at the end of the first episode? Oh, yes! That was so weird! I thought that they were... That's also what threw me, alright? Because I thought that something more was going to happen now. Mm, That is what threw me to thinking that... That ending was so abrupt. I don't even know. Do you want to describe it, or should I? No, you do it. Okay, at the very end of the Olga episode, they're reconciling. But before that, there's just a brief spot where there's a close-up on Helga's face, and she, okay, so the whole sort of her cell is painted blue. Yeah. In a very rushed job, because unfortunately in HD, you can see the spots where they didn't actually paint the edges of the cell properly, because they might have just been working with one cell. And then then it cuts to a close-up of Olga's face, and then she's blue, for some reason and it's got like this really dramatic music behind it and i'm sure craig bartlett had an idea about this but i don't know what he meant by it what he was doing or thinking of what was happening there exactly i'm sure he was just like this will look really cool and it has some symbolism to it and some crap like that but i'm sorry craig i don't know what you mean what did you mean when what are you, you made them blue? To do? I love your show, but what was that? <laughs> yeah, basically. Also, it just HD was not kind to this show because you really can just see the bits where they you you could see where the brush ended, and they were like, "Ah, oh, that's good enough. <laughs> They'll never notice. We have standard deaf televisions forever, right?" <laughs> fine they won't see it from that far away us sitting like what few inches away from our screen in like perfect hd looking at it just every inch of it with a magnifying glass and they're just we could see every pixel on your damn thing it's just now and it's uh i feel so bad because they did have some really talented animators and artists working on this show it's just a shame they were working in a crappy format. I know. Or Nick or Nickelodeon just did not 
care about preservation and all they could get was like rips of the oh, show yeah maybe like like they had you know what probably happened they probably had to call like a ton of like tv stations across the country and get rips of oh, the show from them yeah, yeah, yeah. this is just speculation this is not be saying this is true yeah this is potentially because that's what happens with like a lot of lost shows is that uh like especially doctor who mm. which has a lot of lost episodes in the very first few seasons mm-hmm. and people will find them because these tv stations will archive yeah the episodes and that's how they find them is that they find them in cold storage and like this tv station in the middle of nowhere <laughs> They call so, in and be like, hey, we found that one episode that's not there anymore, by the way. <laughs> it's it's f***ing garbage looking, but... Oh, yeah, they all look terrible because they're just they're copies of a copy. Exactly, yeah. But I really hope that's not what's happening here. And Nickelodeon just destroyed the originals, and so they had to get copies from... Oh, my God. You know... KBIC, Kansas's number one TV station. <laughs> you know? Oh boy. Anyway. It was. It yeah. was a good. It's good. Did you have a fun time? Yes. Good. Helga's crazy. I love her for Oh it. god. She's, she's a nut. She's job. insane. But... but I'm glad she's getting the help that she needs. Yes. Also, canonically, I'm pretty sure Olga also has a therapist. Oh, 100% she has a therapist. She could afford it. She could afford it. It, Well, okay. Can she get... What does she put it under so that her dad doesn't know that she's seeing a therapist? I mean, she's an adult, so she just... Like, she has... She probably has her own, like, bank account and stuff, like... Yeah, but she's probably... You know, still on her parents' health insurance. Or, you know. I guess so. So what does she put the expense under? Mm. Fancy French cheeses, maybe? <laughs> oh, no. Dang, Olga spends a lot of money on cheese. Oh, beauty appointments. Beauty appointments. There you go. Yeah. hundred bucks for a haircut? Miriam, what is this? Uh, Bob, you know, some women like to like to spend a lot of money on their appearances. Bob. Uh, all right. God. I ain't paying for this forever, though. Oh, as soon as she's got that diploma in her hand, it's out the door. No, they do it for Olga. I know, but he's just saying that. Yeah, of course. You know, just to, nobody's there. Nobody's listening yeah. to him. By the way, he's just saying this to himself. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Miriam's passed out, like, hours ago. Yeah, yeah Miriam's passed out behind the couch. Helga's in her room worshipping some sort of ancient Sumerian deity <laughs> that looks like Arnold. You know, something like that. Yeah. Arnold's outside for some reason and just hears that and is just like, Patakis. He just walks by. He's like, damn Patakis. Damn Patakis. I mean, I guess he's quiet enough that he could walk by their house and know exactly what's going on in there and just be like, oof. It's a rough household, man. Arnold knows what's going on there. 
he knows. But he's 10, so he has no idea what to uh, do Yeah, he's it. 10. He's like, Wait. I don't know what to do. They aren't pigeon people. Yeah. That I understand. That, that I can... That, that's my purview. This? Nah, dog. Nah, I can't... I can't deal with this. Are we done? Yes. Okay. Good night, everybody. Bye!